everyone hello everyone welcome back to the john chi show what your waveform is straight up a yeah, solid it's brick super hot. <laughs> right. not just we'll for that one again. part just hello part. everyone welcome back <laughs> to the john chi show <laughs> it's the same i don't know That's... your other parts are fine your other no parts are fine. i think it's fine it's fine. fine you just turn it down a little bit what about his last episode because i noticed that on the last episode too oh my god fine i'll turn it down jeez it's fine. All you do is just mess around with the settings and the thing. Just it's, tweak it a little bit, and then it sounds uh, fine. That's too low. I don't like that. That's too many notches. That was the same. That's right. too many notches. That's one notch down. Okay. You're listening to The John Chi Show, hosted by three Korean-American adoptees diving headfirst into what it means to be adopted, Korean, American, and more. And now, here's your host, Nathan, Patrick, and KJ. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the John G. Show. This is uh, the show where myself and two other Korean adoptee <laughs> males whine about my waveforms. Whine about my waveforms. How are we doing, fellas? We were just concerned. Doing better yeah, now we... that you've turned your waveform down to an appropriate <laughs> okay. level. Okay. Yeah. Your waveform was yelling at us. <laughs> I did feel attacked and intimidated by waveforms. Stop body shaming my waveform. <laughs> no, I'm just. It's a. It's a thick waveform. It's like it's good thick, but it's just intimidating. But like, how many C's are we? talking i'm talking, talking like six c's okay yeah. six cc's of that thickness six c's on your way of that thickness <laughs> i don't know if that's a lot body adi adi all right um you know i just realized last episode i don't think we ever stated who we are why we call ourselves <laughs> the john she show so we're gonna do this as a, at the top of this episode uh nathan who are we why do we call ourselves the john she show well, it's because we are three Korean American adoptees uh, spread out over the country, and uh, we are celebrating our Korean adoption heritage and stories and experiences and uh, life changes. You know, I mean, I don't know why there was a question on the back of that, but I mean, what's John Chi mean? John Chi means to feast or celebrate, and we feast and celebrate. You know, literally at the end of the show, but uh, you know, we are. Feasting on information. Right wow. Now. How about that? <laughs> yeah. I've heard better. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Came for him hard. He did better last episode. He had a great joke that neither of us remember technically at the moment. <laughs> oh, he I did have. have a great joke last episode. Okay, I can give you I some holiday jokes since it is the holiday time. Oh, All right, you goodness. get one holiday joke. You get <laughs> oh, gosh. For now. All right, what kind of music's the elves listen to? Rap Elf. music. <laughs> yeah, gosh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. If only there was a. They like it. Right here, pulling me off the air. What? <laughs> Sorry, is this that like old the old school? timey? Yeah, yeah. Old timey. I know what you're talking like about. Like a shepherd's hook. hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I feel like that joke just crushed all the momentum we had <laughs> coming out of that excellent explanation of what John G meant. Uh, <laughs> um, what are we talking but about? It is the holidays, so I know to preface, I guess, the uh, re- remaining rest of 2022, um, we will be taking a short break. Oh yeah. Yes. So this is the the last episode of 2022. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, it is, right? <laughs> what? Was this news to you that we just talked yeah. about it like five minutes ago? Patrick is like, wait, we're we're finishing? We're ending the show? This is it? This, this is, is the, the end, end of the, the show. show. Wow. All right. For 2022. Uh, yep. Okay. Uh, That's cool. I'm cool yeah. with that break. Yeah. Good with that yeah, break. yeah, exactly. Thank you for agreeing to a, a thing that you already agreed to. You're very five welcome. Five minutes ago. Uh, no, late. yeah, I mean... I'm I'm excited. It's happy happy Christmas. Happy Christmas if you celebrate <laughs> Merry Hanukkah. If you celebrate that, uh, shouts out to other people who who celebrate around the month of December. Um, I hilariously, I was getting my teeth cleaned the other day, and uh, she was like, "This is the, the lady who was who was cleaning my teeth." Was like, "Oh hey, are you excited for the holidays? Whatever." And I'm like, "Yeah, do you celebrate Christmas?" And she's like, "No, I'm Muslim specifically." Uh, Shiite Muslim and so she was like yeah so we like celebrate like 
the like the the Islamic Pope's birthday, which is in December, but then like so she was like, My family don't celebrate doesn't celebrate Christmas, but my kids really want to. They still want the presents, mm. they still they still want the you know, the lights and all that stuff. And I was like, Man, what a wild time. Like, I mean, just to be like really devout in a totally different faith, but then be surrounded by I know that a lot of people talk about this online, but like just mm-hmm. anecdotally, like in person to from a mother's perspective, I think, to hear like, yeah, like I'm Muslim, my family's Muslim, but then also like my kids really want Christmas still. And I was like, what a just a, the double world of it. And then mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder what Christmas would be like if it was just purely uh, like a secular, like I guess I'm, for lack of a better, what uh, whatever, just like an American holiday with no religious connotation. So that was really interesting. I don't know. What, what is the thing for the, for both of you, what's the thing that uh, makes it feel like holiday season? Like, is there like one thing that triggers you're like, this is it's time. Well, I noticed that since I moved back to California, the Christmas lights came up a lot earlier than they did in California. Um, Colorado, California. Yeah. So, yeah, Colorado, the lights came up a lot quicker, right? Gotcha. So I can only assume that they are are more into putting up their Christmas lights here. Maybe that means they're more Christian. Maybe that means they're... I don't, I don't know. Honestly, more festive. I, see I hope it does. Well, not necessarily. I'm because be I hope super it, Christian. I'm going to put up doesn't. so many lights. So that's the thing. I mean, I I sometimes wonder about that. I, I wonder when I see houses that don't have Christmas lights. I'm like wondering if they're, you know, they Are don't they celebrate any you know, holidays. <laughs> No, because you know, have you heard of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? I know people. I know people who are Jewish. hanging up these Christmas lights. Well, they're hanging up. Well, see, that's the thing. They're not technically Christmas lights. They're holiday lights. I shouldn't really call them because uh, some of our Jewish neighbors have uh, the white and blue lights up, mm. and you know, say they do say Happy Hanukkah outside. So the lights are you can tell Hanukkah based. So, um, so again. I don't know. Are there specific lights and colors for Kwanzaa for, you know, for, for everything? I don't know. I mean, but you're right. I shouldn't call them Christmas lights really technically. So, well, I mean, it's probably on the box. It says Christmas lights. <laughs> Actually, I wonder what it says on the box for Hanukkah lights or is that my no, thing. No, just like any string lights, I guess that are okay. sold around this time of the year. I don't know. It's, I haven't that probably string lights very long time. if I had to guess. So, if KJ is looking it up right and, now and actually started saying holiday lights or just LED lights. <laughs> I can we just call them lights, I guess. Put the lights, lights up. Put the, yeah. put the, put lights, the lights up. up. The festive lights up. The festive yeah. lights up. There we yes, go. I like that. Sure. For the for the festive season. You put your um, lights up for Fourth of July. You put your lights up for MLK Day. You put your lights up for Veterans Day. Put yeah. them up. Don't take them down. That's what yeah, I say. Just, people are, that's why we get color changing that. lights. Totally. Totally. I just mean, look, leave there's them up. so many companies that that do permanent installations now. So, um, my trigger for holiday season is pretty much the week that Thanksgiving falls on. Mm. I feel like that from that point to the end of or the beginning of the following year is pretty much the holiday season for me. So, um, I'm really trying to. I don't necess- I don't really, or I don't. I guess anymore celebrate Thanksgiving. I'll go to the get togethers, but I don't celebrate that as a holiday. I don't technically say that I wouldn't technically say that I celebrate Christmas anymore. It's more of, it's more of like a getting together and we do like Christmassy things, but I'm not like, I don't know. I'm like what you were saying, Nathan, I've been referring to it more as just an overall holiday Mm -hmm. and, and the holidays as opposed to like me personally doing one thing or the other. I think I just go and be with family and I just, the holiday season is times to be able to do that for me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do, is that because you, <clears throat> do you feel guilty or I mean, what is the reason for not calling it like Christmas specifically? Um, I don't so think I feel guilty at all. Yeah, no. um, I just well, think that he doesn't have any lights on his house, so you know that he's not Christian. <laughs> I don't have any lights on the house. <laughs> so when I say, I, sorry, I, I meant this guilt house out that of you my, just moved into. I have I, my own guilt. I guess I was projecting there. So I feel guilty about celebrating it because I haven't even really explained how it originated to my kids as a religious holiday. So sometimes mm. I feel guilty calling it Christmas and celebrating it as Christmas when I haven't even told them the origin of it. 
Hmm. And so that's what I was kind of, I guess, looking sure. at is, is there something along the lines of, of why you don't want to celebrate it as Christmas? Well, I think it's like, I think cr- <laughs> the word Christmas carries the materialistic version of, or sense of the holiday to me, I guess. I don't necessarily take it as like, oh, Jesus's birthday or whatever it is <laughs> in Christianity, I guess, mm-hmm. or celebrated in that way. And like you, Nathan, I guess that I really don't know the full origin of Christmas, but I, to me, for what Christmas has always been to me, it's just been, and especially since my grandma's passed away, it's just like a time where it's just reflecting on it, it's just always been a time of like stuff. And like, I don't, I don't know. I just not about the stuff and it just mm-hmm. feels, and it can feel really overwhelming like gift giving and the act of like buying things for people. When at the end of the day, I feel like people, for me, I just want to be around like my family and my friends and be able to just chill. Because again, it's like also this, the holidays are times where you're going to get set time off of work. So to be able to go do that stuff. Well, and, <laughs> your Christian well, holidays. <laughs> your Christian, you know, exactly. And I, I mm-hmm. guess that's another reason, like, I don't, and the, I, I, again, I don't think it's coming from a guilt place, but like. Christmas is so domineering in America, I guess. And it just feels like it does feel very othering, I think, to other mm-hmm. religions and other holidays and things that are observed. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'll do away with all that because it's just not never been my speed anyways. Wow. How dare you start a war on Christmas? <laughs> you heard it here Put me first. on Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick starting the war on Christmas. Not the person who's declaring war. No, no, no. Patrick no, started it. I've literally started it. <laughs> single-handedly single-handedly yeah i mean i get it so uh so okay so you said you're overwhelmed by like the stuff of christmas do you mean it can like, be overwhelming like the, doings, yeah. the doing the stuff not just like the actual like material buying stuff no it's like more the, of the material buying stuff i'm yeah. not overwhelmed because by the doing we've, i think necessary. we've talked about we're both you and i are bad at gift giving so i yes, can understand yes. how christmas would be like super overwhelming because it's one one of two times a year when you really have to think about giving gifts to people so well, it feels almost obligatory in certain senses even with like friends sometimes and i don't know why because none of my friends have ever asked me hey get me a gift or like were mad at me for not hey, giving them a, a gift, gift. <laughs> but i don't know i think it, especially as it getting older and it's like you know families and stuff and people are like send you the the card and like send me your address for like and send you the holiday card and all yeah, of this nathan <laughs> hey speaking of which uh yeah this is probably a good time to mention that i only got you guys cards so no gifts this year you're welcome how dare you only get us cards and not buy our snacks for the entire show the yeah. entire time that we've been doing well, the show. if you want to consider the snacks a gift sure go ahead oh i, I consider them part of the show Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the gift part of no, the show. It is a gift. No, a hundred percent a gift. Because then I don't have to go out and try and find them. Because that so was a nightmare. Say that's that year round. That's okay. That's when we had to individually go out and try and find the foods, that was a nightmare. I know. <laughs> that's the gift that I'm giving to myself is knowing, remembering that when we used to do that, and knowing we don't have to. Anymore. The gift of gratefulness. The gift of gratefulness. What a gift! What a gift! Well, I don't even know what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, it's fine. No, I mean, we were just talking about gift giving and and being overwhelmed. But I think too, like, I don't know, like, it's interesting because of that conversation, I really have tried to separate out what other people would experience at this time from my own experience and, and what, what it is to participate in like the purely American sensibility of Christmas, which of course is rooted in religiosity, but I, I think, uh, extends beyond that. So I think like for Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or the, the Pope of Islam's birthday, you know, whatever, like, or even just like the month of December that you can enter into American culture by putting up lights in your house, by having a tree in your house, by giving gifts, you know, any of those things, you're just getting time off, um, is, is interesting and maybe needs no further, religious context i mean you can give that if you want but i think of it too as like um not many people at least not many not many protestant non-irish people that i know personally also know why people celebrate saint patrick's day Mm. so in that sense like it's pretty at least in my circles um 
uh, I don't know what a what a less nerdy term is, but in my circle, zeitgeist, like I don't know that anyone knows what like St. Patrick's Day is. And besides the fact that it starts with saint, like would not guess necessarily that it's a religious holiday. There's also mm-hmm. like a similar argument for Valentine. I think there's a Saint Valentine in there, Saint Nick around. You know what I mean? Like there's so right. many things that I think are are devoid of religiosity that I don't know that it's entirely the worst thing to say. Like I celebrate Christmas generally in the way that all of America does. Um, sure. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I could say that I celebrate it in that way, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily think of myself as celebrating it in that way. But that is in in the action of it. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I, I had a random thought too. We were I was talking to my wife about it, but um, in Korea because they celebrate Christmas in Korea. Um, what do you think Koreans think Santa looks like? I'm going to Google it. KJ's Googling it. <laughs> I'm just curious what you guys would think. I mean, you know how, I mean, we obviously have an image of a white guy with the big white beard, jolly, big stomach, right? Does any other country think of of Santa as, as a completely different imagery? Like what's their, yeah. Well, how do they, yeah. yeah. Um, KJ's so making some faces. I have Googled Santa. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, no, that's okay. So in the in the the I don't remember. Oh my god, my words. Um, in the just like the English version of the Korean, it says Santa Kulusu, and I was like, what? Um, <laughs> but then I see the the Korean, the Hangul, and it's Kulosu. So Santa Santa Kulosu, or what I think is more interesting, Santa Haraboji. So like Santa mm. grandfather. Mm. Um, so I think there's like a, a familial kind of thing. He maybe wears more green than, or, oh, I see. South Korean Santa wears mainly green or blue, occasionally mm. red. He's never without his top hat or got. A top hat. Interesting. Um, huh. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's just a Korean flavored Santa. Right. No, um, I just, just randomly curious just because, you know, I mean, we. We all have images in our head from what we've known and what we've raised. But I was always wondering about, you know, because Christianity has has developed so much in Korea, um, did they kind of adopt the big white guy in a white beard kind of thing or did they create their own? So, yeah, I don't know. Any Christian native Koreans out there, hit us up. Um, or just like, I guess, overseas Korean Americans, hit us up. Or overseas yeah. Americans. You know, just hit us up. Yeah. Just whoever's um, listening. I realize just as long as you live in Korea and can snag a photo and send it to <laughs> yeah. us, hit us up. Um, I remember seeing an interview on some late night show with some Australian actor and they talked about Santa because obviously it's summertime. So like Santa was a dude wearing sunglasses. He still had his like hat. Um, but he was like on a surfboard. <laughs> mm, so, surfing Santa. Yeah. Uh, that was interesting. I don't know. Pretty sure there's a That is interesting. Do you think he gets around faster on the surfboard or <laughs> in the sleigh with the reindeer? <laughs> Maybe he starts Christmas Day that way and then he kicks it he kicks everything off in Australia and then moves around the globe. Well it makes sense. World. It makes sense that he would switch on because it's it's impossible to think that the reindeer can do all of that work. Yeah, in that time frame. Yeah, he's got to give him a rest. It's a giant wave of holiday (laughs) spirit. (laughs) That's true. Like in the like an elf. Wait, is it the elf where they sing and power the sleigh up? There you go. Yep. Holiday spirit. The holiday spirit. Um, the (laughs) the specific triggers for me going back to my original question. Oh yeah, we're terrible about re-asking you your question. (laughs) No, that's okay. I'm just here to facilitate conversation. I appreciate Um, it. (laughs) The the triggers for me are (laughs) I think I might have talked about this, but um, when this is like late in the game, but smelling tamales and chili because my family always does that, which is uh, like a Mexican tradition. But my grandpa grew up near the border, so we like took that into our our own family tradition um that's like a particular smell that's like oh it's christmas time um there's some musics that make me think of it but a lot of christmas music the past two years last year more so than this year i've just been like ugh, i don't want to do this but there are some tunes that i'm like oh yeah this makes me feel like christmas or um we even we just did like a lessons and carols worship service at the church. So like a lot of my Christian, my Christmas traditions are around 
Christianity. So sometimes entering into those rhythms is like really helpful. And other times I'm like, I don't want to do this. this is, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah. So, but especially like, I will always think of tamales and chili as like that specific trigger, but we have that on Christmas Eve. So it's like super late in the game, but that's right. like a, Oh yeah, that's exciting. But yeah. That, it's so. like a tradition. Like yeah, we always exactly. had, uh, always went to our or my grandma's house for on christmas eve and mm. i don't know what if there was one specific smell because i feel like we ate the same food at thanksgiving <laughs> as we did at christmas i felt like it was all the same oh um, so you have turkey for christmas uh we did usually i think had some turkey some chicken okay. chicken and yeah, noodles we always did turkey at thanksgiving and ham for christmas mm. oh for sure some ham yeah um, some of my relatives do roast beef like prime rib green bean chicken. casserole yeah, that's yeah. always Ooh, something yes. that yes. makes me think of it. For breakfast, for Christmas, I want to say almost every year ever, we've always had uh, Kringle, which is from Wisconsin. It's a, it's like a Danish. It's a big oval. And Kringle, you said? Kringle. Kringle. Yeah. Kringle. No, so not Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle. Kringle. <clears throat> Kringle. It's but a Northern it's European pastry, a variety Northern of Northern European. Pretzel. Yeah. Pretzels were introduced by Roman Catholic monks in the 13th century in Denmark, and from there they spread throughout Scandinavia and evolved into several kinds of sweet, salty, or filled pastries, all in the shape of a Kringle. The judges would like you to make 12 individually baked Kringles. You have four and a half hours on your mark. (laughs) Get set. Bake. Yeah. So we always got the pecan filling, um, cherry, raspberry. But uh, last year I was introduced to another company in Green Bay that makes a thicker Kringle. And it's kind of shaped like a How many C's we talking? It's, oh my, it is (laughs) one of the C's in this Kringle is sea salt. And it's a sea salt oh, caramel. Wow. No, no, hit him with it now. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> oh it. gosh, it's so. Oh good. goodness, that's funny. Uh, we do always have. My mom would always make a <laughs> breakfast casserole for um, Christmas Day, and we would mm-hmm. eat that, and then we would go to the various uh, gatherings that we would need to go to. Yeah. That's a good egg one casserole, to Egg casserole and coffee cake were the, mm-hmm. the ones for me. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I remember, I feel like I remember vividly a sharp change from just being up early and just like wait, like waiting impatiently to being up early when I started drinking coffee and like <laughs> ma- just making coffee and just being super <laughs> chill about it. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I just made me think of that, but I was just like, that's another tradition. It was just the brewing of coffee. Did you ever see the, uh, I think it was a Saturday Night Live skit uh, with Matt Damon where they were opening presents and it shows like this whole, like, like they're all happy at the very beginning and then it shows the reality of what Christmas morning is like with kids. Mm-mm. And it's, it's pretty funny. Go, I'll, I'll just send it to you. It's, I don't want to spoil it. It's, it's funny because it's very true where you, you're trying to be, you know, oh, this is like the best, you know, day ever and then it just goes into all the chaos of mm. of kids throwing you know things everywhere food relatives just the chaos of of it all and so yeah it's um, interesting it is a busy day so we might have talked about this before on a previous holiday episode but i'm gonna ask again um especially as we go through our or we go through the apocalypse and we're come out the other side now and we go through these things like holidays um I feel like for a lot of adoptees, traditions can change or shift, especially when you have your own families. Nathan, uh, have you found over the last couple of years that any of your traditions have changed or you've thought about changing or are there things that you are thinking about incorporating that you hadn't thought about before? Um, well, Allison and I have talked about not giving as many gifts and giving more experiences. So like you were saying, kind of to the materialistic uh, side of things is, is uh, yeah, spending less money on it because I think last year I'm, I'm guilty. Uh, I may have gone a little crazy and bought a few too many gifts for the kids. Oh, Nathan's got the 25 um, limit and he's going way over. Yeah. But it was, I mean, we're coming out of a pandemic and I'm just <laughs> like, uh, woohoo. Hey, Not even your, kid, your everybody. kids. They're just so, yeah. like they're just, getting, just the gifts. getting gifts to everybody at that point. <laughs> yeah, um, but you know we're trying to limit it a lot more, and then of course do a little bit of the you know experience based gifts as well. So like trips or or 
um, things like that. And I won't spoil what my parents are getting, but it is more of an experience. Um, I thought you were about to say it. <laughs> no, I think you'd say it and then bleep listening. it out. That's yeah. true. <laughs> uh, and then, um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of mainly one of the 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 things that we're doing. But and what are you? Um, I don't know what, I mean, I think I talked about it when we were talking around Thanksgiving about like, we're, I don't know, Emily and I are talking about doing new traditions. just don't know exactly what that is yet. Obviously moving into a new home and talking about starting a family, like those are the kickstarting those things. But, you know, I don't know if we've necessarily changed a whole bunch. I think our families have changed over, even over the last few years where the things that we normally would do, we no longer do. So like people aren't here in our families anymore that so necessitating to go to this place or that place. And so I think that's, that has changed. Um, I think it's just the mindset around the holiday season uh, for me personally has been the biggest shift and thinking about what I want to do. And I think again, to your point, Nathan, about experiences, I think just wanting to really be intentional and relishing that time uh, and maximizing the time spent with the people that I love during these periods that we're able to do that. So, all right, I'll be there. All right, cool. I already <laughs> bought you a ticket. Um, oh, generosity. Hey, your tickets are in the mail. <laughs> that's just seems kidding. Insecure. <laughs> <laughs> what about they you, KJ? will get lost. I know that um, I feel like you've talked about, and we've talked about a little bit, like your deconstruction period, and mm-hmm. then you kind of alluded to it earlier, but. Um, a lot of those traditions being tied up in the Christian version of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was just thinking about this. Uh, well, a to, to I guess to the original prompt. Um, I'm not really. I mean, like Christmas is fine. I'm excited for like time off um, and just to rest a little bit. I say that now, especially because I woke up. I I went to bed very early, so I woke up appropriately. Like I got enough mm. sleep, but it's very early, so now I'm very tired. But so I'm like very excited for bed and rest. But um, I'm more excited about trying to connect with Jennifer over like New Year's <laughs> and like like having like a Korean New Year's than I am mm. about Christmas or any of those kinds of things. Um, and I, I think part of that part of that is like I've been craving some Korean like soups and stews. Um, part of that I think was our interview last week with Kim and just like you know the way that she was so welcomed in by an adoptee community and they didn't mm. they didn't need to talk about anything but. Um, yeah, so just that opportunity. Like I've, I have appreciated being here in Dallas, near my family. Uh, you know, Sarah's sister moved. Uh, she actually just got a house, like basically just down the road from us. Um, and so being able to like incorporate more family stuff, but then also being able to incorporate like more Korean stuff is really exciting to me. So more than even Christmas and stuff. Like really looking forward to New Year's. Um, but I. I think the other bit of of deconstructing and then reconstructing, which now that I have a minute, I'm trying to to do, um, is not being ashamed or apologetic about having like Christian traditions and like being like in the Christmas space or any of those kinds of things, but also just being aware Mm. that it's not for everyone. I think for a long time, in my hyper awareness of other people, I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I am the majority. I am the issue. I am the, you know, whatever. And actually like, realistically, I don't have to own all of that stuff all of the time. If it's not, if I'm not actually like a part of that problem. And if I'm not actually like taking up space where someone else needs it or any of the, you know, any of those kinds of things. So I think part of, part of that moving back to, continued self-love and self-acceptance is just like this is just this is who i am and it's okay mm-hmm. for me to be this and i i don't have to be ashamed or apologetic or any of those things i can just be that and then also genuinely be because i am just genuinely be more interested in what other people are doing <laughs> in the holidays sure. you know like yeah like i'm more than happy to be like yeah I, christmas you get it whatever i'm more curious about you you know right um so i'm looking forward to the opportunity to do that more um and to practice being okay with who i am where i come from um, and what that means for me going forward. So, you know, we joke about being bad at, 
at gift giving, or maybe not joke, but state the I mean, fact it's, that we're not good at it. Fairly earnest for me. Yeah. But, no, but I was saying, uh, just listening to you share that there, it just made me think about like we have to learn to be able to give gifts to ourselves, and like the things that you're talking about are kind of like gifts to yourself to be able to like do these things finally, you know, and focus on these things to be able to then go out and not necessarily give gifts, but just live and live life the way that you want to live it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. And scene. Yeah. I was actually last thing I was going to say on that on Christmas. Uh, I, I need to ask my biological family what they do. Um, because Dude, you could just Christian. ask them for a picture of Santa. What the heck? I, I know. I, <laughs> Why didn't you that, just say like I know people over well, there? Well, that's a, that's <laughs> a new. <laughs> that you is a said new. That. Uh, I mean, I, like I said, I just started talking about this a couple days ago. So, gotcha. Um, I haven't had time to think of, of, of in a way of emailing or messaging them. Hey, what do you think Santa looks like? Um, <laughs> send me a picture of Santa, please. Korean yeah. Santa. Yeah, no, it's, it's funny. I photoshopped my face. <laughs> so here's a joke again. You know, we kind of we were briefly talking about this earlier about um, making jokes about ourselves or about you know when we were uncomfortable and things like that. Uh, when I was little or little at high school, I actually photoshopped my when I learned how to Photoshop. Uh, I photoshopped my face onto a Santa Claus. And I literally, I want to say I, I put a title on it and I po- put it on my wall. It's just like, cause I just like to make graphics and things like that. I said, this is what Koreans think Santa looks like, but it was my face on Santa. And I think back to that going, you know, and, and I don't know. I mean, that's, there's probably some, I don't know, some truth to that, that uh, maybe I was just trying to discover more identity at that time you know, by projecting my image onto a, a white character. Um, but, but of course, making it as more of a joke at the time. So. Did your face Photoshop on underneath the beard or over the top of the beard? <laughs> yeah, underneath. I, I Photoshopped a beard onto myself as well okay. to make it look <laughs> All right. That, uh, it wasn't just a cut out paste in blue kind of a thing. I'm trying to learn oh Photoshop at the time. I put my face on a lot of other characters too, and I won't go into that. Yeah, here's like here's a, a Korean Sailor Moon. Uh, here's Korean Garfield. Here's Korean. Uh, here's uh, Korean Dilbert. Luke, here's Liu Kang, but uh, you know me because I have more abs. Yeah, here's nice. an Asian character as another Asian as character. A, I know, as right? a different Asian. Yeah. Here's a Japanese animation as me. As not a animated. Korean. Person. Live action, yeah. <laughs> no, that's interesting. I was thinking about that too. Like, um, that's something that I think as I, uh, especially as I re-listen to, uh, re-listen as I listen to the Avatar: the Last Airbender podcast, like rewatch podcast. One of the things that they do is they have um, cast on the show and creators and all that kind of stuff. And and one of the things that everyone generally of the Asian persuasion hails for Avatar as even though it's created by two white guys, it's really like done with a lot of reverence and respect for like cultures. And you can tell like how much they care about it. And like, it's generally like it really does pay homage to those things without being, um, appropriation, appropriation. Um, but like how much translation we have had to do in our lives to see that representation Mm -hmm. and the way that like, if we were to ever try to dress up as someone, and this I think we probably talked about this in Halloween. Like we were always like, "Well, we're the Asian Superman, mm-hmm. or we're right. the Asian Santa Claus, or we're the the Korean Japanese cartoon, you know, <laughs> whatever right. that is." Um, and how, from a white gaze, you're like, "Well, that's obviously wrong, right?" But we'll, let it, so we'll let it slide because <laughs> that's the best you can do. Right? And how much then that we probably internalize that we're obviously wrong and it's mm-hmm. the best we can do because we just never saw ourselves in things, which I think is really interesting. And then when it comes around like holiday iconography, um, like why, again, just leaning on Christmas iconography, like all the elves be white. Why I got to be right. like that, you know, but then like you see like a black elf and either it's super problematic and that should never happen or, or everyone just goes, ha ha ha, that's wrong. But I guess it's the best you can, you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. so just, just that way of, again, I think decentering whiteness, decentering Christianity and whatever, but also just the importance of like, I've tried to 
to really codify why representation matters so much on screen and in books and those kinds of things, like why it's so important. And like, because it's like, it's a thing that I feel and I had no words for, but I think it's just like, it's because it, it quite literally validates my experience. Right. Um, it, it quite literally, not my experience, sorry, my existence. Existence, It quite literally validates my existence. And, uh, and yeah. And so then I think like, you know, I made a joke about it earlier, but uh, just being mindful that there are, in fact, other holidays. No one on this podcast is trying to start a war against Christmas, but um, but just being mindful of those things. And as much as you can to, all right, Patrick, I see those shady eyes. Uh, <laughs> You know, like to be able to just say like, yeah, I'm genuinely interested to hear like what December rhythms exist for a Shiite Muslim. I'd love to hear what December rhythms exist for a Sunni Muslim, if any, you know, or for someone in the Hindi religion or um, wait, Hindu, Hindi's language, Hindu religion, uh, you know, like all those kinds of things. Like I just, yeah, I'm, I'm curious about it. Or like if you're just, I don't know, generally mystic, uh, like what mysticisms, whether that's kind of broadly on, on the earth sphere or like greater cosmology, whatever cosmology, like what that means. I'm good at talking, shut up. Um, you know, like all those things, it just, it gives me such an opportunity to learn. And, uh, and yeah, so. Well, it just grows your world out. You know what I mean? And it's like, <clears throat> we, uh, I, yeah, I, I completely agree and really resonate with just like that how you're codifying like what representation means and why it matters is because it validates your existence. And it's like, that's all we, that's all we want. And people who people just certain people just don't understand like why that is important. And it's because they've only ever been represented exactly on mm-hmm. the screen. They only have ever seen their self exist as the best, the brightest, the peak in a way that was like, this is what you can achieve versus like a black person or Asian person when they're portrayed as the best or the brightest or whatever. It's like, this is the mop, again, the model minority, or this is like the one of one or whatever the case might be. It's the exception that makes the the rule. Exactly. exactly. Well, and that's the thing too, is like, you know, white people in other spaces where like they have not historically been has been fine whether it's white people in blackface or just white people in like, (laughs) I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like I think about like, um, I don't know why this comes to mind, but like Tom Cruise and Last Samurai, and you're like, no, that's mm. fine. A white guy can do anything, so right. it's fine. Like that's not a like representation isn't a two way street. Like there's no way, really. I think for an Asian for a white person to be like, look, I've stepped into this other culture and I clearly do not belong. They're just like, no, yeah, that's fine. I'll just figure it out. And you're like, what? What? Right. So, yeah, I hate it when they argue about the you know seeing an image and go, that's not how it goes. Like it's, you know, this is not real. This is a story. It's mm. not. There's not any way how it goes. It can yeah. be adapted. Ariel's not black. I know. Wait a second. <laughs> she's a mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's a mermaid. She's a it's, fictional character. <laughs> and then even going into the depths of of arguing that you know the sunlight wouldn't change the color of her skin underwater because light doesn't go as far. And you're like, you're not wrong. Also, Flounder doesn't speak English. (laughs) Writing whole thesis on... (laughs) (laughs) You're like, no, the Earth is flat. Really? What does it sit on? Turtles? We're going to bring science What's that turtle sit on? Turtles all the way down, baby? Turtles all the way down, baby. (laughs) Uh, Some of this is very ridiculous, but yeah. I just... But it's getting better. And that is all that matters, right? Yeah, because we exist. We yeah. out here, we doing the work. No one else is. No, we exist now. No one else is See, doing my, the representation. My no, Korean Santa no photo one. was ahead of its time. <laughs> yeah. Really be a Korean Santa. Uh, over the beard Photoshop. Yep. That's what I mean. No one else. It's just just the John G. boys holding down the fort. For, we were leading the charge. For we all stop people. saying all of this. Yeah. <laughs> is this problematic? Am I doing this right? <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I'm crushing it. I don't know. <laughs> podcast posts claim to be leading the charge for all of representation. Re- on all representation. Yep. So since we're rounding it all up uh here, what are you looking forward to the new year since that is right around the corner as well? 2023. What are you going to do, KJ? 
Um, I'm excited to explore some new rhythms. Um, I'll be working from home mostly, which is exciting because uh, I really enjoyed working from home with Sarah. Um, I didn't enjoy the particular living space we had when we were doing it last time. So, um, yeah, I, I honestly I haven't even thought about like New Year's resolutions, but um, yeah, I think just pursuing health. I'm excited to like to just be and uh to be able to support her she looks to grow her business and do all these things just like she supported me to help me make my career change and do those things um yeah i'm just excited for for balance uh for some responsibility shifting um just as things things change and yeah i'm looking i i I don't know i don't have any big big grandiose plans for 2023 except traveling probably um to many places beyond yeah maybe um so yeah but i'm just i'm looking forward to it i think 2023 will be it'll be a fun year nice with that new job yeah he got a new job (laughs) i got run over by alexis (laughs) (laughs) patrick what are you um well 2023 more like 2020 me because that's what I'm thinking about. Like, no, um, I, <laughs> I know. Where's the? That's what somebody the says when they're feeling. <sighs> they're like really trying their best to lie to themselves. To, I'm, I'm just trying to live. I'm not trying to. I don't want to poop on your parade. Life. Yeah, my my parade is made of poop now. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I agree. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to balance and new rhythms for sure. Trying to grow my own business. Um, trying to, yeah. Just do that and just continue to grow. I feel like last year I can now remember that we were talking about what the previous years were. And I think this was for me the year of more again. And and I think next year will be the year of even more also. So I'm excited for I'm excited for more. I feel like it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be very busy and but it's exciting. It's it's scary and exciting, I think. So yeah. Shoot, man. I forgot that. Yeah. That this year was my year of more. I don't think I succeed. Well, I succeeded in that for maybe a bit, but then not, but yeah, 2023, I'm calling year of balance. The year of balance, balance. in the force. Balance. balance in the force. Yep. All right, Nathan. <laughs> well, now Nathan's thinking about it. Yeah, no, I was like, I threw that question out, but I was like, I didn't really even have an answer myself yet. That's why I'm um, okay when you never toss a question back at me. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just thinking. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just here to ask questions. You do the talking. <laughs> um, I mean, d- definitely still changing. I mean, with especially with kids, things change so frequently. Uh, Robin's going to start going to preschool. Whoa! Um, yeah. Kelvin uh, still at the new school, and Grayson will start in that new school in next fall. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed that he goes to the same school. I think they will. Um, and then, yeah, traveling as well. So uh, seeing some new sites. I want to do something different uh, with the family. We've talked about some road trips, of course, some trips back to California. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's. I'm going to say it's not about really. The, I mean, balance would be nice. Um, I, I don't want to be optimistic too optimistic. No, I don't want to be optimistic. I mean, I want to be optimistic, but I also want to be a realist. So (laughs) I know balance is very hard sometimes. Um, so it's about, you know, keeping everything real. Um, um, having time to do the things I need to do with the family (laughs) and not choke and cough. (laughs) Uh, on that point, I was going to say that, uh, my hope for your family is, Minimal sickness. Yeah. Yeah, dude. The health would be a good one, I think. Um, if we can stay healthy next year more so, then that would be great. Um, but it is a transition. I mean, we were all coming off COVID. I mean, this year we did get COVID. So it, it was a unfortunate, you know. How dare you? Health year. So yeah, how dare you be alive? How dare you contract dare COVID I, and survive it? Dare I finally get it after three years? <laughs> but um, yeah, no. Uh, maintain and tread water. <laughs> survive, survive. Baby. Gonna survive, survive and not be optimistic about it. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna be real about it. Are we no, doing? I want to be optimistic. We have time for a quick one, probably. 
Yeah. If you guys found that other snack, I think you the right next to it is this other snack that we can do pretty quickly. Okay, great. All right. Let's do a snack. Let's do a snack. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Snackville, John G. Show, Population Us. <laughs> wow, that was... You guys are complaining about my wave farm earlier. Jeez. That made me cry. Got right. blasted in the ear holes by Nathan's waveform. My ear holes. <laughs> Sorry. Coming in hot because we have a, a item that is not hot, <laughs> but is uh, a flavor of something that is hot. Earl what? Gray. Oh. Tea. <laughs> When you what? said hot, I was I was imagining spicy. Like yeah. coming in, so coming like in hot, room. I always imagine it's like a spicy a temperature. Take. Yeah, grapefruit, Earl Grey, grapefruit. Which I never put those two things together, but um, yeah, the cookie with uh, a little grapefruit jelly inside it. I don't know. Oh my god, yeah. Made by CW Chung Wu. Um, looks pretty simple. Good quality, it says on the front. Yeah, there's like a bunch of Korean in the tiny bits uh, that I don't really know what it says. The middle word says cookie soke and olgule i chang mong. And the first word is budurong. Budurong? I don't know what that is. Interestingly, I have two of the same thing, but different packages. Oh, oh wait, no, I have that too. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. Here's the other package. There you so, go. Well, well, there you go. Earl Grey is Grey. a fine tea. Do you like, yeah, like, is a fine flavor. It, and when it comes out, it kind of looks yeah. like a biscuit. This like, would imply uh, like a jelly filling. So it's like it, a yeah. Newton's. It does. Big Newton. Newton. Uh, the old and it's fig, got little uh, it's got little black tea particles in it. So smells like a fig Newton. Got black tea in your area. Black tea in your area. I don't like that I looked at it first because that uh, doesn't look great. <laughs> that looks expired. Mm. <laughs> it tastes like a fig Newton, kind of. Kind of. Like a grapefruit fig Newton. The grapefruit's m- more authentic than I expected it to be. Like, yeah. I like that. Like it's not overly sweet, like ruby red grapefruit. Nathan, why does this expire? <laughs> I don't know. I gave it to one of you. <laughs> I don't have it on my package. Give me a second. <laughs> no, I think it's good. It um, it's a soft biscuit, so it definitely tastes like a fig Newton. Um, and there's a tea wise, flavor, almost, almost like a bitter, like a bitter tea flavor in there too. Yeah, it's we're nice. good. Doesn't expire till March six, twenty three. Heyo. Woo. Yeah, it's nice. Um, it is nice. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not bad. I feel like I should have it with some Earl Grey tea. The tea flavor really comes through in a nice way. I was surprised at that. No, sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like I eat Earl Grey things. I'm like, what even is this flavor? Yeah. It's not a not a real thing, but this is nice. It's subtle. I mm. put this whole thing in my mouth, no problem. That one's That's much true. easier than the last snack for sure. I will. Okay, you this is about the one same bite. size. It's They're not, not at all the same size. Not the same size. It's the same size viewer. It's this at least the other one listener. was eighty percent bigger. Eighty percent bigger. Yeah. Come on, dude. Don't lie. I was to people. gonna say it's about a difference of a third. That's a like thirty-three percent. So eighty yeah. percent. Okay. I don't know how to math. I don't Whatever. Either. Jump into ratings, Patrick. You go first as our resident math expert. I'm yeah. giving this one an eighty percent, aka four out of five. I think it's really good. Um, I don't know what make it better, but I'm giving it a four. It's good. Good round rating. I'll give it a four as well. Yeah, I I like it. I think. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, I want it uh, a tad sweeter in the uh, in the center. I'm gonna have to have another. Really? One. Yeah. Yeah. So I usually have two: one for the experience and one for the flavor, or vice versa. Well, I'm gonna, what, I'm gonna Patrick matter. Armstrong it. Watch. I just did that, and I feel like it was worse. Oh, yikes! Um, I'm gonna give it a three. I think it's entirely fine. Um, the the grapefruit flavor is good, and like it feels like. Uh, oh my god my words it feels genuine not synthetic um uh, the biscuit is also good but it's not like overall it's not like amazing you know sure. it's like a maybe a high quality i agree with that. i guess um 
So it's I mean, Fig Newton. It's good. Okay. All right. I'm going to quit. <laughs> this, is, this is the last episode I'm recording in this year. Um, Fine. Yeah, I think it's good. It's just not incredible. So three out of five for me. Uh, it's a really solid product. And if somebody liked this, I would not be surprised if they gave it a five. I just mm. personally giving it a three. Not surprised five, personal three. All right. Not four, surprised four, five. Four, four, three. There we go. You heard it. You heard it here first on the John Chi Show. Earl Grey cookies. Go All right. get some. Uh, um, high flutin' Fig Newton. Well, yeah, like we said at the top of the episode, uh, this is our last episode of 2022. Uh, we will be back sometime in January 2023. I I don't remember the dates. It's not the first week. It's the week after. So whatever date that translates to, whenever you're listening to this, that's when it's back. Um, and by it, I mean us. We have been the John Chi Show. You can find us at John Chi Show on all of our social media platforms. Um, head to johnchishow.com slash support to support the show. But specifically, I would like to shout out uh, just as a personal holiday gift from you to us. If you just want to share this on your social medias, share this with a friend and just be like, hey, let's listen to this on our road trip or let's listen to this as we open. Don't listen to this while you open presents. That'd be terrible. <laughs> if but, you uh, do, please send videos. <laughs> no, that's, that's awful. Um, but yeah, just share it with a friend. That's a, a an easy way, a simple way to help our show grow, um, which we would be eternally grateful for. Um, you can send us a message to johnchishow at justlikemedia.com or leave us a voicemail at 972-677-8867. That's 972-677-8867. Um, you can just wish us happy holidays if you want. Yeah, honestly, that'd be real nice. Uh, you can hang out with us in our Facebook group, the John Chi Show After Party. Um, yeah, or you can message one of us individually. I'm at KJ Rilke, wherever I want to be found on the internet. I'm N. Nowak on Instagram. And I'm at Patrick in the world, wherever I want to be found on the internet, except one blog that is not me. Really? Interesting. Yeah. There's like a, a white guy that travels. Oh, there's a white guy. Uh, yeah. There's always a white guy. Always a white guy. Stealing your name. Stole my name that he had first, technically, I think. He, uh, he may or may not be older. There's a Nathan Nowak somewhere in uh, Michigan or Wisconsin, I think, too. So. How dare he? Wow. I know. But he's like, Exist. I think he's like 20 or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you, listeners and viewers, for your incredible support. Uh, for all of you who came to our live show, who have listened faithfully, who have commented, who have shared, sent us messages, come on the show, who have supported us financially. Um, it really does mean the world to us. So thank you so much for an incredible 2022. And we will be back next year. Uh, until then, I forgot to hit the outro. John Chi, hey That's real yucky. Yeah, that what? wasn't good for a video. Got me here on the video. I'm just gonna screenshot that. On Facebook after party. That should be the artwork for Yikes. the thing. <laughs>